Time for a pregame chat with the coach. I hate losing more than I like winning, if that makes any sense. I, I can't stand to lose. So uh, I think we're trying to get a little bit of that mindset into our kids because you play differently when you look at it that way. Welcome to the Coach Blair Armstrong Show, presented by Affordable Tires and Repair, Heron Monument and Memorial, Johnson Ag Service, and by Trailers Tax Service. Hello, everybody. Welcome into the Coach Blair Armstrong Show from iSchool Sports. I'm your host, Taylor Jones, and we're talking with the head coach of Woodland High School football, Coach Blair Armstrong. The Bobcats open the year 1-0 with a very uh, very fun win against the Fayetteville Wolves to open the 2020 season. Coach, it's uh, good to get the first one out of the way, I'm sure. Looking forward to talking with you with that. And, of course, uh, talking about a big rivalry game coming up this week. How are you today? Doing great. And, uh, of course, we'll you know, go back to that uh, win number one of the 2020 season, uh, win number two of your career here at Woodland High School in a wild game against Fayetteville. So just opening up, knowing that you, know, you didn't get a spring game, you've worked hard all summer, and seeing that pay off in the first win of the year, how does that feel for you? That's huge. We, uh, we were hoping to win one early. The first game is always important. It kind of kicks off the season and gets some belief in the kids and – that's exactly what happened, and uh, it was it was a great, great finish, and uh, a lot of life lessons can be taught over that, not quitting. And, you know, there were a lot of changes uh, in the game as well due to the COVID-19 pandemic and new protocols that were put into place. So just coaching under that, having to kind of keep everything in order, having to remember new rules, how was that like, just coaching under that? Well, we, we practiced it, actually. On uh, on Thursday, we practiced what our managers were going to have to do, and uh, having gloves on when they were handling the bottles, and we used smaller water bottles so they could just drink one bottle full and be done with it and go ahead and discard that bottle and not have to worry about it. And then we had on the sideline people, they had their own water bottles. Everybody had a water bottle with their name on it they could go get, but when we had timeouts, we could make it more efficient. Uh, you know, going back to that game now, just really talking about uh, individual units, the defense played very well, felt like they really stuck with their coverage as well. They were able to penetrate the offensive line. And probably the biggest thing I take away from the defense there is they were able to take a really good quarterback out of the equation that he did most of his damage playing as a wide receiver, the position he played last year. So just looking at uh, what they were able to do against a playoff team from last year that returned a lot of their players, how do you feel about the defense? Well, I thought they did really, really well. The front three, we did something a little different. We didn't rush as many people this week, and and uh, I was worried about that, but it, it really panned out. Our defense coordinator had thought about some different ways to cover so we could keep them at bay, and and uh, we changed some things up, and it worked really well. There was a um, – well, we just – like you said, we put pressure on him. He moved around a lot. He completed some passes, but several of them he was on the run and didn't get to complete them. Looking at the offensive side, too, uh, the big stat that jumps out at me, 200 yards on the ground rushing. Uh, Brock leading the way with 101 yards. And what that tells me, too, is that offensive line played very well, too. Uh, I can definitely tell they spent some time in the weight room. They've definitely spent some time with techniques. You've got the right uh, combination of five offensive linemen in there, too, that really got things going. I could tell that the backfield and the receivers had plenty of time to think about what they were doing. Well, it was great effort with the offensive line, and, and we have the starting five, and we actually have two swing men, we call them, that are can substitute in there that are almost as good, if not as good, as the rest of them. So we we have some we rest a little bit to play defense, so it works out where we can rotate them in. And so far, uh, our offensive line is doing really, really well and exciting because they are coming back next year. Hey, that's always good to hear for sure. Um, and then, of course, uh, after the game, a, a very different, quote-unquote, post-game handshake, and then a very different uh, – way that you communicate with the team uh, after the game too so just that post game 
uh, situation, the post-game conversation. What was that like? What did you tell your guys after a big win? Well, I don't like having a – I like to have the post-game talk out there with the fans and everybody's there so they can hear. So there's no questions about what was going on. We're usually very, very positive during that time. And uh, since we weren't able to do that, of course, we didn't do the handshake. We did the, you know, uh, the gladiator uh, arm to the breastplate type thing. Too. Yeah, I was kind of wondering what was going on out there. I knew you guys, like, you know, lined up, you know, on the hashes it looked like, but I didn't know exactly if you were just, like, waving at them or, yeah, no, or what you were We talked about saluting, but you could, you could make the salute be – evil or mean if you want to. Yeah, so that's, that's true. We thought, well, we just do the old gladiator style when, you know, at the end of the battle, your honor is there. If you lost, you lost. It's just something you have to deal with. And uh, we kind of treat it that way when we talk about honor in the game of football. So, but uh, yeah, it was it was definitely different. And of course, we got to come inside and have our conversation. But it's, uh, it's always nice to do it that with the fans and let them kind of hear our thought process about what's going on. This is the Coach Blair Armstrong Show from iSchool Sports. Going to take our first break of the night. When we come back, we're going to talk about several individual players that stood out in the 20-16 win over Fayetteville that moved Woodland to 1-0 on the 2020 season. This is the Coach Blair Armstrong Show from iSchool Sports. As a resident of Randolph County, I want the best price and the best service all close to home. When I need new tires, an oil change, or even a new water pump, I take my vehicle to Affordable Tires and Repair in Woodland. Affordable Tires and Repair has the best prices on tires for all vehicles, even tractors. Is that check engine light on in your vehicle? We'll take it to Affordable for a quick diagnosis and repair. Visit Affordable Tires and Repair today and see why they will continue to get my business for years to come. Affordable Tires and Repair, 23667 Highway 48 in Woodland. A full-service cemetery and memorial works company, that's Heron Monument and Memorial. They handle memorials, markers, and more with a wide selection of sizes, colors, and shapes. They also create signage and plaques for your home or business, as well as monument cleaning, sandblasting, and restoration. To see how Heron Monument and Memorial can help you, visit them at 124 Woodland Drive or call 256-610-610. 3557 Heron Monument and Memorial from our family to yours. Welcome back to the Coach Blair Armstrong Show from iSchool Sports. A big thanks to our sponsors, Affordable Tires and Repair, Heron Monument and Memorial, Johnson Ag Service, and Trailers Tax Service for great Woodland area business that are worthy of your support because they support the Bobcats. So be sure to go check out those uh, great businesses uh, sometime this week. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, individual players, too, and uh, got to start off with the guy that I felt like uh, stood up when he needed to, and that's uh, your third-year starter at quarterback, Brock Edwards. Brock Edwards, you know, we talk about the long touchdown pass he had to Dalton. The long touchdown pass ended up winning the game uh, to Matthew Butler, which we'll, you know, talk about both of those players a little bit, too. Um, he had the game-winning interception within a minute to go to seal the deal, basically, but that that fourth down play right before he threw the dime piece to Matthew Butler that ended up winning the ball game, he he told me in that play that he wasn't leaving Warren Sewell Field with a loss. He was going to get out there with a win, and I honestly feel like if he had given 99%, he's probably not going to make that. He was giving it 100%, 110%. He gave it everything that he had to get over the uh, the line to get the first down in order to set up that play. So just, you know, Playing as a leader, uh, what were some of the things that you saw from Brock in the game that just really made you think, you know, hey, he's my guy. He's going to help us win this ball game tonight. Well, he was a great leader last year when I got here and, and did a fantastic job. And, and, you know, he's just a playmaker, offense and defensively. But this year, he's, his maturity level is much higher. He definitely has uh, the team in mind. He, he has a lot of confidence in himself, but he also 
uh, helps lead the team. He's he's critical of them, but not demeaning. He just knows just what to say and when. And he's he's the kind of guy that fires up your team. They're gonna they're gonna play for him. They're gonna block for him. They're gonna do whatever it takes. That he he's in the huddle, and so he he's like having a coach on the field out there. It's really huge, and uh, I'm I'm real proud of him. I'm glad this is he's having a great senior year, and hopefully we can have a full one. Hey, I hope we can too. Uh, the two players we talked about before, Brock uh, Matthew Butler and Dalton Bowen, two players that were kind of playing in two different roles. Matthew Butler's been a part of this program for a while, but he moved uh, to the tight end side on the offensive side of the ball, also played a little bit of rover on defense. Dalton Bowling, it was his first game in two years uh, playing on both sides of the ball. Both of those players played very well on both sides of the ball. So just looking at the new roles that they had going into 2020, how do you feel like they performed and uh, what kind of seasons do you see them having just based on the first impression that you got of the season? Well, Dalton Debo is uh, – uh, He's just an outstanding athlete. He's really good in baseball. He's a good basketball player. And he basically, um, I, I wouldn't, have, wouldn't have been able to tell that he didn't play last year. I mean, I'd been nice if he did, but he didn't. And so we're real happy to have him out and Casey Smith as well. Both of those anchored down. In fact, Brock told me one day, he said, you know, these two guys, we all three started in the secondary together when we were 10th graders. So that's, that's huge when you got that. So, and of course, Butler um, was an outstanding player for us last year, offensively and defensively. And we just felt like with the, with the change in the offense, we needed a tight end that was powerful and strong. And, and then I found out he played tight end back when he was younger and they had to move him to line because they didn't have enough big people. So, uh, and his catching's gotten better. He's just, a, he's just an outstanding kid. And just looking at, you know, several of the other players, we talk about Brock, we talk about Matthew, we talk about Dalton, but in a big 20-6 to win where the first half is just phenomenal, a lot of things went well. And then at the end of the game, uh, you know, it, it didn't take just one or two or three players to, you know, make that win happen. Too. Who were some other players either looking back at film or just really noticing uh, from the naked eye on Friday? Who were some of the other players you feel like really stood up and stood out in the game? Well, you know, there's a lot of unsung heroes in there. Um, uh, guy McManus uh, blocks a lot and doesn't get, carry the ball a whole lot, but he is as dependable as it gets. He is always where he's supposed to be, does what he's supposed to do, uh, offensive and defensive. He plays hard. And, uh, of course, uh, Luca has just gotten better and better and better. Um, he played defense mostly, but he's outstanding for his size. He does a great job. And I'm just I, – I, you talk about that. I, I think about it. We were talking about today as coaches. All our guys, we got some fantastic kids. I mean, they're great guys. They got each other's back. They have team. They have that chemistry that it takes to go far if you get that chance. And that's what I keep telling them. I've been around a lot of times. I've seen this happen before. And the team – the teams I've had that were, had this kind of chemistry – get to go places, and I'm hoping that uh, we get to do that. Hey, I'm hoping we get to do that as well. Uh, we're going to take our final break of the night. Uh, this is the Coach Blair Armstrong Show from iSchool Sports. When we come back, talking about this week's opponent, the Randolph County Tigers in the 76th meeting of the game they call the Grocery Bowl. This is the Coach Blair Armstrong Show from iSchool Sports. Around here, farming isn't a hobby. It's a passion. So if you're looking for top quality work to make your farm more profitable, call on Johnson Ag Service. Johnson Ag Service provides fertilizer and lime spreader services to fit any operation and offers custom fertilizer blends specific to your crop needs. Call today, 256-473-9684. Johnson Ag Service, LLC, serving Randolph County and the surrounding areas. 
Taxpayers and business owners in Randolph County and the surrounding area have trusted Trailers Tax Service for their tax needs for 38 years. Trailers Tax Service is a full-service tax station, filling your tax preparation, accounting, payroll, and bookkeeping needs while staying up to date with the latest tax updates. Let the fine folks at Trailers Tax Service handle your tax and accounting needs today. Trailers Tax Service is located in the heart of Woodland at 24245 Highway 48 in front of the post office. Appointments and walk-ins accepted, 256-449-6588. Final segment of the Coach Blair Armstrong Show for the second uh, week of the year in the 2020 season. Taylor Jones, of course, Coach Blair Armstrong joining us. Uh, pretty big rival- rivalry week uh, heading into uh, the Randolph County game, an opponent that's you know not even 10 miles up the road, and it was a game that was uh, added late due to uh, several scheduling conflicts that involved you know multiple teams. Um, but, you know, going into a rivalry game this week, coming off uh, – exciting emotional win on Friday what's the buzz at practice been like what kind of you know demeanor and what kind of mood has the you know and the atmosphere of practice been been very positive last year it was very positive we played them we these kids know each other so there's not you know there's not a fear factor involved with them they're they're a good football team and uh, they've got good size up front got a lot of experienced linemen that maybe not as starters but they all played a lot in the past so they've, they've got a good solid ball club It'll be a battle, and uh, playing at their place, that gives them a little bit of an advantage. So even though it's 10 minutes down the road, it's still at their house. So uh, we played there last year, so we're, we're anxious to see what we can do. Our biggest, our biggest thing is coach and staff is we just want to get better this week. And if we get better, then that gives us a chance to win. In Randolph County, they didn't play a regular season game last week, but you do get film on them. They took on the uh, Hanley Tigers. Uh, down in Roanoke, uh, what kind of things have you noticed about them just from studying film this year? Well, they're physical. They're a good size up front. They got a a young quarterback. Uh, he's learning. He's going to be really good one day. He's young right now, so uh, you know we're we're hoping that maybe some of the things we do might mess with him a little bit. But he's going to be real good down the road. And uh, they've got they got a great kickers, both kickers. They got a good long snapper. I mean, they got people in the right places uh, for the whole team. They're a solid football team. And uh, their play last week, you know, there was a bunch of miscues and some uh, some pick sixes that kind of turned that game around. It was a lot closer than the score indicated. And finally, I know, uh, you know, heading into uh, a road game, especially no matter if it is right up the road, there's always different protocols in place, um, different rules that you've got to follow. So have you heard what the protocols are for Woodland fans heading into Randolph County this week if they want to attend? It's pretty much the same as uh, now that the governor's extended the face mask for another month. So it's pretty much the same. You're supposed to have a mask on in the facility unless you're, you know, with a, more than six feet away from somebody and, and your family members, that kind of thing. So, um you know, it's. I thought I thought our crowd last week was pretty good. Um, I don't think everybody wore their masks like they should. And my fear is that somebody gets it and spreads it around, and then we're shut down. And we just yeah. we just don't want to be shut down. We've been working too hard to, to to have that happen to us. So we're just hoping everybody will follow the protocol so that we can all be safe and continue to play football. Yeah. So be sure to wear your mask when you come out to Wedowie. Uh, to watch Randolph County and our Woodland Bobcats. Uh, final question before we let you get out of here, Coach. Uh, what are just some things that have to go right for the Bobcats in order to leave Wedowie with a win? I think we have to continue. Last week we got turnovers and didn't have any, so that's important. Uh, anytime you have turnovers, you know, things are tougher. And anytime you get turnovers, things are better. So <laughs> that's important for us. Um, I think we'll get rid of some of the first game jitters. 
you know, we jumped up on them 14 points and right out the gate, and I think we relaxed a little bit. It's hard sometimes to tell a 16, 17-year-old, pretend like it's 0-0 zero, zero the second half. I mean, you say it, but don't, do you really mean it? So, you know, it was a good life lesson learned last week for a lot of different things. Woodland at Randolph County. It will be the 76th meeting of all time. Randolph County leads the overall series, 49 wins, 24 losses, and two ties. It's a game known as the Grocery Bowl that will be taking place at Ron Waters Field in Weedowie. We hope to see you out there Friday night, but if you can't be out there, we'll, of course, have coverage beginning at around 6.20 p.m., kickoff between the Bobcats and the Tigers coming at 7. Coach Armstrong, as always, a pleasure talking with you. We look forward to watching the guys get out there and play a pretty big rivalry game, and we'll see, you know, kind of where we're at, and hopefully we're celebrating high on Friday night. Thank you. Appreciate it very much. Thanks, Coach. The Coach Blair Armstrong Show is presented by Affordable Tires and Repair, Heron Monument and Memorial, Johnson Ag Service, and by Trailers Tax Service. Coming up next is Dr. Don's Game Night Forecast here on iSchool Sports.